gets it even more. Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 235 for January 16th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico with 2020 Vision. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm Danny. Or Stuck ne- in the past. Or, or Neek. Neek. Call you Neek. <laughs> Nicky. Hi, everybody. 2020. Can you believe we're living in the future? I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> we, we've been living in the future since 2015 because I've never been able to watch Back to the Future the same since we passed that date. Good point. Good point. I just Real remember w- watching Back to the Future like in the 90s and thinking, oh my God, 2015, this is what it's going to look like. Right. Let me ask you, why does that bother us so much when we watch a movie like from the 80s and then we pass that date? But when we watch a movie that took place in like, you know, fucking medieval times, wh- why don't we give a shit then? About so the that's not what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There were no dragons in 1452. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but then like we're all upset that we don't have hoverboards yet. It's like, well, no shit, yeah. we don't have hoverboards yet. You know, I don't know, it, it, but that movie was really ruined for me after that date. I, <laughs> no, I was able to watch it the day before without a problem, but then the day after, <laughs> it's like, all right, enough of this shit. Unless wow, this, Nike this debuts those badly. sneakers in the next 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is all wrong for me. Uh. <laughs> Unless Jaws somehow drops five sequels in the next... <laughs> oh. oh man i still love that movie i i still have like a soft spot too. for back to the future too oh yeah great movies i've gotten into many arguments with adam hall about this because he oh really doesn't hate or he hates part two and actually likes part three and i'm the because he's opposite. a movie he's a movie cuck right yeah he's a total, total well yeah. both cuck and movie cuck <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just like you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but he he's all into the Wild West time travel I, train. I have to say I love three also. I love three as much as I love two. I hate the girlfriend in three. Well, yeah, they had to change her. I mean, it was a recast. No, no, not not Marty's <laughs> no? girlfriend. Doc's girlfriend. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. Mrs. Ted Danson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, like I didn't like her in that movie. Yeah. Why not? She was great. I I didn't buy that Doc Brown would leave Marty for her. That's what I didn't buy. What? I didn't buy that he would, you know. He... She read Jules <laughs> Verne. <laughs> that 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 was uh that was where you drew the line on believability well, for the Back to the Future franchise. Was... <laughs> yeah, I just I wouldn't have left her for him for Mrs. Ted Danson. That's how I see it. No, I think like okay, here's the thing. Doc Brown's a fucking scientist. Which means, like, he's all in on innovation. Like, he literally invented a time machine because he wanted to push humanity forward. And now, all of a sudden, he's just content being a blacksmith in the wild, wild west because he fell in love. I don't buy that. But he had always wanted to live in the wild west. He that's, wanted to. That's live why in the he old invented west. the time machine. No, but he always wanted to visit the old west. There's, there's a point uh, in like the second movie where he 
decides that he needs to destroy the time machine and he's like, oh, dang, I always wanted to go back to the old West. I'm just saying, like, you don't get to be the innovative scientist of your generation if you're just content being a blacksmith. (laughs) It's like if Elon Musk bought a horse and buggy and just stopped making cars. Like, I don't buy that. I don't buy it. Like, I think, like, he has a responsibility, Doc Brown, as the steward of time travel science to continue his craft and not stay in the Wild West making fucking locks and keys. (laughs) I don't buy it. He's shoeing horses. Even worse. (laughs) Even worse. (laughs) Going to the saloon? You're Doc Brown. This guy should have 10 Nobel Peace Prizes. You know what I'm saying? This guy should be innovating. He's fulfilled in life, living in the old west, a simple life without time travel. Well, I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he (laughs) found someone that could relate to his love of Jules Verne, and they can read Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea together till the end of time. The thing is, he ended up building a time machine in 1885 anyway. Well, it was probably 1895 after he had kids and shit. But yeah, how did he do that? I have no idea. Was there nuclear (laughs) energy then? Steam power. Oh, steam power. <laughs> <laughs> it got him to the 1.21 gigawatts that he needed. <laughs> I don't buy it. I hate, I hate part three. Part two is great. I hate uh, part three. Love part three. Uh, uh, how are we, gentlemen? Yeah. Besides it being negative 11 degrees here. Dude. You're, you're lying. No, I'm not. That's exactly what the temperature is. <laughs> they don't make temperatures like that. I thought no, I no. thought those were out of print. Negative 11. Oh my god. And that's you know, not even a wind chill. That's the temperature. That's not the real feel. <laughs> Do you know what it was over here this weekend? Get take a guess Saturday. Want, I, I don't want to know. 67. Oh my god. It's fucking January in Connecticut and it was 67. Uh, well, you can have this negative 11. January record. I had never been more thankful for global warming than that weekend. Uh, I'm just running my car all the time just to put more greenhouse gases into the atmosphere here. <laughs> just to warm up the... Yeah. Just to warm up your, your Nebraska. You're trying whatever, to suffocate the atmosphere. That's what you're trying what to do. Whatever I can do to just, yeah, it, p- increase my carbon footprint, I'm doing it. <laughs> Some people treat that, uh, you know, as a cautionary measure of like how they're affecting the environment. No. For you, it's a high score that needs to be beat. It is. It's absolutely. <laughs> it's achievement unlocked. <laughs> Increasing the carbon footprint. I have to increase my carbon footprint in 2020. That's my goal. <laughs> Good New Year's resolution. I'm in on that. I need the biggest feet. <laughs> Will not be satisfied till I have Tyrannosaurus Rex footprints just nope. destroying the earth. <laughs> no, it's awful. So what the hell is going on in Nebraska? Yeah, you know, we've got some shitty things going on here. We got mystery drones flying all over. So you sent us this today, and I was yeah. very confused as to what why I was supposed so to So you care. haven't heard any of the news? Because it was on Good Morning America, like Michael Strahan was introducing the clip. Yeah, because when I try to get what the are you rolling story your eyes things, for, Nick? 
you realize that they have like special segments for like the Midwest states where they they only record it and they send it just to you guys because nobody yeah, else cares exactly. But they You're want right. to they want you to feel relevant. Yeah. When I, when I and by the way, when I'm when I want the straight story <laughs> on the news of the day, I go to the defensive lineman for the New York Giants. That's that's where right. I go. That's my Cronkite is Michael Strahan right. on Good Morning America <laughs> and future Family Feud host. Family Feud host. Yeah, they're saying that Steve Harvey's contract is going to be too expensive to renew, so he's out next I, year. I don't know how that's possible. He's the only reason anybody watches that show. I know. Well, it'll be Michael Strahan next. And his fucking gap tooth. Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wow. they're bringing back Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Really? With Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy my Kimmel. God. Jimmy Kimmel's doing what? Millionaire. Wow. And what Leslie happened? Jones is doing Supermarket Sweep. Oh my God! What? Yeah, that's an odd choice. <laughs> Whoa, she is not going to need a loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't mic her up. They just no, <laughs> no. Let her go. They they give the audience earplugs. Right. What has happened to Rege? Whatever happened to the the Rege? Just Philbin. I think he plays golf and loves his life. I, I wonder what he looks like anymore. <laughs> well. The thing about Reed, he kind of got let off the hook on this, but he's like best friends with Trump. Really? Yeah. Reed and Trump were really close back in the day. And that's why wow. Trump used to always like fill in for Reed on, on Regis and Kelly. See, I don't remember that. Yeah. There were times where he would guest host with Kelly Ripa on wow. live. Yeah. And he would always tell stories about Trumpster. Yeah, I was at Trump Tower. Called him Trumpster. I kind of remember that now that you say that. Yeah. I remember hearing him talk about going to Trump Tower and hanging out with them. Yeah. Reach. <laughs> you know, he was old, and that was 2001 when fucking Millionaire was on the air the first time. I think 99, right? It started 99? in 99. Oh, so. my God. It's older than I thought. Yeah. So Millionaire is 21 years old. Uh, yeah, something like that. There, this is the 20th Incredible. anniversary. So, yeah, maybe 2000 was the year it debuted. But, yeah. Yeah. They're doing a 20th anniversary thing with Jimmy Kimmel. Is it going to be like event TV again, like two weeks every night? Yes. Because that's how it first started. And that was like, the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. The nation was riveted. I know. Fastest I... finger question. <sighs> Remember John Carpenter? Yes. The best. So, Nick, there was this guy who wants to be a millionaire named John Carpenter. Find the clip. I'm finding it. I'm working <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, a millionaire was like this big phenomenon, right? And everybody's like, oh, is anybody ever going to win the million dollars? And it took like a year, I think, and no one had won the million dollars. Oh, is this the guy who calls his mom? His father yeah. or whatever? Yeah. His right. dad? Right. Yeah, I've seen that clip. That's a great one. So the guy, yeah. yeah, gets on the show and uses no lifelines, gets to question he, 15, just bulldozes yep. through everything. No one had ever gotten to the million dollar question before. Right. He's just the James Holtzauer of uh, who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. It's funny we never heard from him again, John Carpenter. No, we didn't. Yeah, because he was a millionaire. He, he was peaced out. He should have yeah. went on Jeopardy. He'd be great on Jeopardy. my island. IRS agent. Chill. <laughs> was that what he was? Yes, he was an IRS agent. I remember. Oh, what that. an asshole! And I remember. Never mind. I, <laughs> I because the world was just riveted, and and Regis would tease it every morning. I mean, even the ratings for Regis and Kelly was it Kelly at the time, or was it? It still was probably Kathy, Kathy Lee? Lee. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, who his morning show ratings peaked because he would always tease, and he'd be like, "You guys want to watch tonight?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> and people would tune in, and it was it was the biggest event in TV. Mm-hmm. Play the clip. Yeah. You have it, John. Yeah, I found it. Well, looks like we're going going for a billion dollars. <laughs> I can't believe it. A million dollars and all your lifelines in tech. You didn't need those stinking lifelines. What a fucking well, legend. Let me just bring you up to date here. Please. If you miss, you'll be reduced by $468,000. You'll go back down to $32,000. Uh, here it is. A $1 million question. We rarely see these here. Only one of the contestants oh, ever they won 500000 on our show. They had made it to 500000 So if you're ready, let's go for the million. The fucking music, too, was revolutionary at the time. Well, that's what made the US show. presidents appeared yeah. on the television series Laugh-In. Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. What you know, the, the question? thing about um, this question, this was which president appeared like on the, the sketch show Laugh-In. Right yeah. Sure. Use my lifeline, call my parents. <clears throat> what are their names? Oh, um, my father. I'm talking that doesn't father. sound like a million dollar question, I'm going to be honest. Well, no, that's the thing. Is I, obviously, I saw this clip before I knew anything about laughing, but I feel like since then I've seen this referenced a lot. Like, I, I don't know if I would have known it at the time, but I feel like it's relatively well known that Richard Nixon was on laughing. Even, even if you didn't know that, though, it just doesn't sound like a million dollar question. No, it doesn't. It should be like, please explain the science. Of the Higgs boson. And he needs you right, exactly. to get there. Discover so, a new he's come element. He's got a four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Um, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> Can you believe that? The and Regis balls. is like, motherfucker. <laughs> Chills. What a goosebumps moment. Uh, because the U.S. president appeared on Laughing is Richard Nixon. That's my final answer. Well, my gosh. What can I say except, Debbie, you're going to Paris, and this is the final answer heard all around the world. He's won a million dollars. <laughs> I'm getting just, goosebumps. Just such a moment. And that was, I wonder when that was. It doesn't even say here on the YouTube clip. Like, we need to redo Mount Rushmore. Put this guy, <laughs> Ken Jennings, uh, fucking Joey Chestnut, the real MVPs of our nation. You know what I mean? I remember the second guy to get the million dollar question. It was asking about what... Uh, where did the name computer bug come from? And I remember knowing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that, that the guy was with the beard? S- no, he was a heavy set. He was a pretty, uh, he was a pretty, cl- uh, young, younger guy. I remember there heavy being like set. an older dude with a gray beard. That one yeah. As well. Yeah. His name was Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smodcast fame. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah man, I will say I'm, that moment the other day. I don't know if y'all watched the Jeopardy thing. You probably didn't. But when James Holtower oh, yeah. got the all in daily double correct the other day, it was almost at that moment. But then he lost in final Jeopardy anyway. Yeah. 
but he like came back. He was down he's, 30 grand coming into the second game and everyone's like, oh, Ken's just going to run away with it now. And he gets the daily double 20 grand goes all in and pulls out the answer. Chad, the he's country a degenerate Chad. gambler, isn't he? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. And he's my hero. <laughs> of course. How did we get to this? We were talking about my drones in Nebraska. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. It always comes no back to game shows with us. Right. It does. It does. <laughs> So anyway, a few weeks before Christmas, uh, people down at the Colorado-Nebraska border were seeing these drones fly in a grid pattern. And there's like one lady saw a a group of 12 flying in formation uh, down there. And apparently Monday, there was uh, one spotted in my neighboring town here in my county. Uh, it was a, a main a mothership, I guess you'd call it, that would hover in one spot about 400 feet above the ground, and eight little drones were flying around it randomly. It's it's just the biz- most bizarre story to hear. Do you guys have an Air Force base near you? We don't. I mean, there's Omaha, the Offutt Air Force Base, but, you know, that's 220 miles away from here. Right. Yeah, why am yeah, I supposed I'm, to care about this? Because it's weird. What does that mean, though? Like, that there, that there's drone. I mean, it, would it make a difference if it was a helicopter? Like, what, what what do we suspect they are? But Nico has his East Coast bias of <laughs> drones are fucking... I see them all the time. They deliver my Amazon packages. Exactly. Yeah, true, drones true. are for toilet paper, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whereas, you know... I, mean, I don't know. But, Nick owns a drone. Well, yeah, I, I own one too. But who it, owns one? I don't one, think it's the same type of drone, though. Who's <laughs> who owns one with a six foot wingspan or, or or twelve of them flying in formation? Right. <laughs> I think that's the story there, Nico. In case this is hard yeah. for you to grasp, are there yeah. pictures? They're military grade drones the, flying all, in formation above rural Nebraska. It's bizarre. All they always see are their white and red lights because all they're only doing it at night. Uh, Here, all right, so Colorado, the, they're saying, is now seeing sightings of these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it started down in Nebraska and Colorado border, uh, down in the southwest part of the state of Nebraska. Here's a news story. What is that? Six on your side had their boots on the ground tonight. After- Ugh. <laughs> I hadn't even listened to this. Ugh. Well, six on the six on your side. We have boots on the ground. I puke. The news team that has your back. Oh my god. Unlike the other sites, though, fucking uh, fuck your girlfriend. On, six on your side has boots on the ground, as opposed oh. to the adulterous channel eight. Oh, yeah. Those whores over there. <laughs> Channel 6 is on your side. Channel 6 is on your side. Oh. Ugh. That's the most douchiest open I've ever heard to a news story. <laughs> six on your side had their boots on the ground tonight. Ugh. After dozens of distant sightings, like we had two back to back. We're in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for drones. Oh, man. 
Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Bitch, you've never worn a pair of boots in your life. No, Shut up. I'm kidding. <laughs> Unless they're her Uggs. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about this news reporter. Ugg. <laughs> no, if you said my Sperry's were on the ground, that would make a lot more sense to me. We have our Crocs on and we're going investigating. <laughs> Channel 7, looking out for corporate interests. <laughs> oh, unlike those uh, slipper wearers on Channel uh, 9, <laughs> we put our boots on today. Uh, you're pulling themselves up by the bootstraps. <laughs> it's six on your side. We're walking uh, barefoot on glass to tell you this story. <laughs> like John McClane from Die Hard. It's oh, just- my God. <laughs> We're on the front lines, ready to take a bayonet uh, to the head. Holy shit. <laughs> what is wrong with local news? It's just garbage. It's they local. They're trying so hard. Oh, they are. What's funny is they try twice as hard as anyone yeah. else. If they would just, you know, stop with the corny fucking, uh, you know, catchphrases. The boots on your ground bullshit. Just, you know, hey, we're near wherever. We're, Dude, we're n- this is all they teach in journalism school. Uh, That's the problem. Awful. Believe it's me, I was worst. in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I went through worst. One of my professors used to be like a, a weatherman for the local station. Uh, and it was just like, wow, the examples of shit <laughs> that you're teaching us. Here, kids, this is how you demonstrate how deep the snow is. You stick a ruler. (laughs) I don't get it. I really don't get it. Oh, the amount of corny rejoinders you got in journalism class. They're just... I mean, it's no wonder nobody watches the news anymore. (sighs) Well, old people do. Old people do. The problem is everything has gone national now. With the internet. True. Yeah. So there's really no need for local news anymore. And I don't need dumbass Rusty Shackelford doing the weather <laughs> anymore because I can pull it up on my app. That's what's happening <laughs> in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Here's the weatherman right. that won't lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to hear this boots on the ground. Well, and then, like, you know, half the local stations are. R- running syndicated pieces anyways well that's yeah. yeah well you ever seen those montages where oh my god yes there will be the <laughs> same pun used on 50 different stations yeah right it's yeah like, and wow. it's like it's it's both tv and print yeah right. it's it's like a it's a joke <laughs> it is yeah. it's awful yeah it's like it's, it's a like, story about a bake sale and everyone came up with the same like cooking pun <laughs> <laughs> that's how the cookie crumbles <laughs> Wow. They all had the exact same line. Uh, God, I gotta hear this again. Six on your side had their boots on the ground tonight. <laughs> After dozens of distant sightings, we had two back-to-back close encounters of the mysterious drones that flew less than 100 feet above our head. Oh my what? God. <laughs> close encounters. Yeah, I know. It's a V. It's got a V. It's like... What the heck? Most drones we saw stayed well away, hundreds of feet in the air, and were moving around 50 miles an hour, according to Deputy Kennenbeck. Definitely, it definitely raises curiosity because it's something I've never seen either. Uh, patrolling the county, it's dark, and you see stars all the time. You see something in the sky that looks different. Um, definitely raises 
curiosity. Then, back to back. Two drones we believe to be between four and six feet flew close enough over our heads we could hear this. That is wild. That one looked bigger too. That's crazy. We adjusted the brightness in contrast and slowed down the video, and it appears to be plane shaped. Witnesses we spoke to are not fearful, even though they say as soon as they pulled out cameras, the drones would turn off their lights and move away. They just want to know why they're hovering and flying over rural farmland only at night. That's bizarre, right? Well, it's obviously because they're, you know, poisoning our crops. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's obviously chemtrails. Right. The, F- the FBI <laughs> is investigating, apparently, but the FAA sa- is saying, you know, we know nothing. What do you yeah. mean? Bullshit. That's all. <laughs> I, I, I know. So I you're know. telling me the FBI doesn't know. <laughs> by the, now. FBI, the FBI is saying they're by, investigating. By, by the FBI is investigating, you mean they're emailing their buddy in the other department. <laughs> hey, is that you? True. <laughs> but if these are plane shaped, that's really strange. Oh, my God. No, that's that's um, that's the shape of like military drones. Right. Right. So why is that strange? They're military drones, obviously. Well, no, I yeah. Military drones look like airplanes. Yeah. Well, because they're a lot bigger. So and like, they, I mean, there are I just like have, airplanes that are hanging out, but are not self. They're basically pilotless airplanes. That's right. pretty much what they are. That's terrifying yeah. that that exists. Yeah, right? and and what do you think that people think when these things are flying over their houses at night? Yeah. Okay. I think I understand why you're freaking yeah. out. Yeah, I think yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's not like a rinky-dink little plastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to be like like alarmist about this, but like, isn't it easy for someone to hack into that shit? Probably not. It's not probably not a government one. I mean, if yeah, you, if it's military grade, they they have. If you're getting the one off a of Walmart, like, maybe. I, I just don't like that a terrorist could potentially get access to an aircraft without being on the plane. <laughs> That's armed with missiles. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like this, just you're kind of asking for it, aren't you? Yeah, kinda. To have shit just flying around in the sky that can level a city. Yeah. Well. Yeah, they can't level a city, but. Well, whatever yeah, they can do. One of our cities here in Nebraska. Yeah, they can certainly level your backyard. <laughs> yeah. Level a cow. Yeah, they can. <laughs> <laughs> can certainly um, behead a few chickens. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I would imagine they have some sort of thing in there to like, you know, have the thing drive straight into the ground. If there's I hope, a problem. I hope so. But what if you hack that shit? Yeah. No, it, it's scary. It's <laughs> weird that this shit's fl- flying around people's houses. You know, it's just bizarre. Well, because they do it in Nebraska, too, because if someone voices some concern it's like ah the crazy fucking redneck in nebraska yeah spotted ufos again (laughs) well the one sheriff down in southern nebraska uh rented a firefighting plane to fly at night to try to track down these drones and see if he could find the source and never could i like it's funny i'm not surprised they do this stuff in like nebraska colorado utah like, there's a reason they do it there and not out in, like, Alabama or something. True. They, they'd be shooting the drones down <laughs> on site. But but just say, we're doing some testing, and no one would give a shit. Yes, they would. Especially Why? when they find out what they're testing for. That's the problem. 
Well, but what's more scary? The fact that, you know, there's a drone flying around and you don't know who has it or that there's a drone flying around and it's the military doing some testing and we won't know anything beyond that. Because they are definitely doing some unconstitutional shit. That's Probably. why. And they don't yeah. want people asking questions because they're I'm definitely sure it's surveillance. surveillance related. Yes, exactly yeah. right. They're definitely taking pictures of you in your bathrobe in the backyard. And well, they don't want anybody to know that they have them, but they do. They get, they get what they deserve if they're looking at me. <laughs> it sounds so fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. It's definitely I happening. was governor, a Navy SEAL, a fighter. I was on the inside. <laughs> People I know these drones. They're 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 there. If if you believe that story, they have pictures of your cocks <laughs> all over. <laughs> I've seen things you wouldn't believe. They can diagnose the testicular cancer <laughs> from four hundred feet. I know. I was on the inside. <laughs> I can't tell you how many famous penises I've seen. <laughs> if you believe that story. Oh, if you believe that story. <laughs> well, well, they won't let a former governor into the military base. <laughs> What's that all about? I was governor, a Navy SEAL, a fighter. <laughs> that is a great point about the Jesse Ventura show I never thought about is that he had such a sense of entitlement when it came to like classified documents. <laughs> Dude, you were one of 50 governors once. They're not going to show you the Zapruder film, the actual uh, Zapruder tapes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not entitled. Uh, you were a former governor. You also have a reality show. <laughs> You were in the WWE, dude. What makes you think oh, people are going to let God. you into Area 51? Oh, man. Ventura. <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, I miss that show I do so too. much. I do, too. You know if it was still on today. Like, you know what they Netflix should really do is give yes. Ventura, like, 10 episodes on Epstein. Oh, my God. Just let him do the Epstein investigation and see what happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> because conspiracies have actually gotten bigger since Ventura went off the air. What was the name of his show? What was the name conspiracy of that show? Conspiracy Theory. Conspiracy Theory? Yeah. I was just trying to find, like, the opening, because, fuck, I loved the opening of that fucking show. So I looked for episodes I wanted to watch with my buddies one night, and I yeah. couldn't find them. So I feel like they've been uh. scrubbed. Damn, I yeah, you're right. I'm not finding nothing. It's the deep state, you know? <laughs> That's what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, no. When this one began, I thought I already knew it all. All those stories about the world being run by some secret elite group. To me, they were something you could never come close to proving. And then I got a call from Anthony Hilder. This must be the man I'm looking for right here. <laughs> this is just some guy standing alongside the fucking road. <laughs> this is the guy. I found him. <laughs> As if they met on the side of the road so he couldn't be tracked. But meanwhile, no. there's 20 camera guys standing around. 
like this is like like this is like deep throat or something exactly it's like yo i don't want the government knowing about me meet me on the side of interstate five them down. i'm sorry i'm looking for the opening dude you're on true tv what what's oh. up with the security precautions I, th- oh, I, think, I think maybe if you're on the phone call and you're you know and you're calling the liquor store they don't really care what you're doing you don't know what they care about michael what if i'm on the phone making a little joke and i use a keyword that yeah. oh, you're very formal no. what you're doing here dead there's Damn. no introduction no. no there wasn't on this one either yeah i think they've scrubbed it i think so damn Secrets, cover-ups, oh, corruption. <laughs> you think you know the whole story? Think again. I've been governor, a Navy SEAL, a fighter. <laughs> That's a credential. I've heard things that'll blow your mind, and now I think it's time you get the whole story. I've heard things that'll blow your mind. <laughs> I was governor, a Navy SEAL, a fighter. <laughs> the fact that you lost to Dwayne Johnson in the ring doesn't qualify you for anything. You think you know the whole story? Well, you don't. Think again. Think again. Uh, yeah, he's really capitalizing God. on uh, on all that shit. Dude, wow. He's just looking for the truth, man. Oh, he's just looking for the truth. Police state FEMA camps was this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Man, there were some good uh, ones. God. Illuminati, he did for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, uh, did a global warming one. Montauk, was it the Montauk monster he was looking up once? Oh yeah. Montauk Bay out there in, in Jersey. Uh, is that off of Jersey? Yeah, where they do like they they have like live anthrax and uh, yellow like what well, what Lyme disease they they test Lyme disease out there, and he got on a boat I remember, and as soon as he got a, like close enough, another boat from security came out, and I just remember him going off like they won't let a former governor near. Look at that, they're watching us. They're watching <laughs> a former governor that with, a, win? with a camera crew of 20. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell did he win? Uh, Minnesota, man. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota. That's how, yep. Do you know, like, <laughs> speaking of uh, elections, Uh-oh. I was moving data from an old computer because I have a new computer. And guess what I found? Oh, no. With our servicemen and women facing death every day, what kind of congressman would try to gut military spending? The wrong kind. Ron kind. That's right. Congressman Ron Kind is repeatedly voted to deprive our troops of the funding they need to fight for us. But Ron Kind has no trouble spending your money. He would just rather spend it on sex. That's right. Instead of spending money on cancer research, Ron Kind voted to spend your money to study the sex lives of Vietnamese prostitutes. Instead of spending money to study heart disease, Ron Kind spent your money to study 
the masturbation habits of old men. Ron Kine spent your tax dollars to study something called the bisexual, transgendered, and two-spirited Aleutian Eskimos, whoever they are. Ron Kine even spent your tax dollars to pay teenage girls to watch pornographic movies with probes connected to their genitalia. Ron Kine pays for sex but not for soldiers. If Ron Kind had better priorities, you wouldn't be having to hear this. Ron Kind is out of touch, and soon he'll be out of Congress. I'm Paul R. Nelson, and I approve <laughs> of this message. I'm Paul R. Nelson. You can tell he was like the least viable candidate with oh like the best God. campaign manager. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul R. Nelson. And I approve this message. Uh, every time I hear that ad, that is one of my favorite things on the internet. God. I'm, I'm not sure it takes Carl Rove to be able to come up with Ron Kind. Wrong Kind. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure you have to be James Carville to be able to pull that off. You paid No, but teenage- that ad was perfectly constructed the whole way through yeah. paid brilliant. teenage girls to watch pornographic videos with with probes connected to their genitalia i love the Even, fact that it's transgender bisexual eskimos too <laughs> <laughs> no you, yeah even even the uh the condescension right was like perfect because they know oh, yeah. who their audience is perfect, you know? perfect tone perfect tone of voice <laughs> throughout my favorite political ad ever that's it's probably the best one. Uh, well, it's the name too of the fact Paul R. R. Nelson is the guy's name, and the the sound of his voice is just like the angry guy at the town I'm hall meeting. Paul R. Nelson. Right. <laughs> you should and not I get remember- into politics with a name like Ron Kind, though. Yeah, because they would put W R O N G for the wrong kind. <laughs> Right. It's too easy. It's like having a name like Anthony Weiner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And try to run for fucking mayor of New York. I'm Paul R. Nelson. It's so good. I, I don't listen. know. Vote for Weiner is pretty appealing. A vote for Weiner. I found the other one, Mike Cox. <laughs> oh, great one. <laughs> Just go by Mike Lieutenant. I protected the public. I've worked case after case with Mike Cox. He's a Marine who believes in tough, firm, and fair justice. When a fellow officer was attacked by Kwame Kilpatrick, Mike Cox prosecuted him and sent him to jail. Now, political thugs attack Mike Cox. Don't believe him. Mike Cox is a leader of integrity who's been sending criminals and politicians to jail since 1990. Mike Cox, tough enough to lead Michigan. (laughs) You know... There was probably actually thought behind that, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they were like, you know what? Yeah, you'll get made fun of, but people will remember your name. Right. And that's half of winning an election, right? Right. We're we're a member of the Green Party anyway. We might as well make a stand. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. That's like uh, the the Johnson and Weld ad. Yes. Where they had, like, all of the hot girls on, just like... Yes. Just... just talking about like smoking weed, grasping at straws, baby. Mike Cox will work hard for you, right, <laughs> man? Can you imagine if a viable third party candidate actually attempted to win? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty nuts. I wish we had one actually, Ross Perot. I wish I was around for Ross Perot. He was funny. Yeah, <laughs> he was funny. You know what people don't talk about with Ross Perot? Like he was the front runner for. The- the, I think he was leading in the polls, if you look at the poll numbers. He drops out of the race in June 
and comes back in like September That's and right. still gets 20% of the vote. Yep. Ross Perot was an incredible candidate. People don't talk yeah. about that. No. The guy was really good and had a shot to win, but like dropped out and lost all the momentum. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what ha- happened there. I was really young for that election. From what I understand, what? he could have won. Nine, was that 94? 92, right? 92. Yeah. yeah, so I was 10 years old. <laughs> well, and with the way politics is right now, it's just like a scorched earth policy from both sides. Oh, like, yeah. we, you know, we need something like that. <laughs> we need I'm someone Paul famous. R. Nelson. There's who we need. Paul <laughs> well, R. No, Nelson. We don't need someone. I don't know if we even need someone famous necessarily because I think there's enough of that going on well, right no, now, I, too. But, like, what if fucking, like, uh, Tom Hanks ran as a third party candidate? Like that's if how you he, beat if he the had like a system. viable like centrist po- uh, platform. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, the problem is it's only nut jobs running in the third parties. That's right. the thing. Yeah, but if it was like yeah, Tom, if Tom Hanks ran as a third party candidate, you can't tell me he wouldn't win. He might. He definitely would. No doubt yeah. about it. But instead, you got you know friggin' Gary Johnson, Aleppo Gary Johnson. <laughs> And who's the guy that uh, the security guy that killed somebody? What John McAfee? John McAfee. No, you know that guy? No, I don't. So you know John- McAfee Security? Yeah, it's that's him. That's John McAfee. Oh my god! Yeah, he I ran heard- as a third party candidate. He's a little off his rock. He also he? hid in the sand for like three days to escape the police. He like buried himself oh underground. It doesn't he apparently- live in like Africa now? Well, appa- apparently his neighbor killed his dog and so people say that he killed his neighbor oh good and then Lord. hid in the sand for three days i that's just what people say i don't <laughs> i mean it's a real Alleged. life john wick <laughs> john mcafee is uh, john wick <laughs> you don't kill him man. So, so let's i want to talk a little bit about movies because nico's our movie guy and uh, the award season movies the the award season is upon us. Okay. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I, I The Golden Globes happened, and I didn't really hear much about that. Did you watch them? No. Okay. Did you see the Ricky monologue? I saw the Ricky monologue, and that's all I cared about. Okay. How many of the Best Picture nominees have you seen from this year? What are the Best Picture nominees? Well, first of all, let's take an over-under. Nick, I'm going to set the over-under at half a movie. Would you take the over-under on that? <laughs> um... I think Rob has seen exactly two. Really? Wow. You're giving him yeah. way too much credit. Okay. okay. I, I will easily take the under on half a movie. Okay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Nope. Haven't seen it. Parasite. Nope. Okay. Uh, the Irishman. Nope. Marriage Uh-oh. Story. Nope. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Nope. Yeah, that's the one. Don't you imagine? <laughs> Little Women. Nope. Oh, well, Nin- no, no duh. He didn't watch 1917. that. 1917. <laughs> nope. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> nope. Fuck, Rob. And here's, here's the one shot at it. Joker. No. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell, Rob, am I the authority over you in this conversation? How many times did you watch Twister this year? Oh. This past year? <laughs> this past year? This past yeah. week, you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> You're telling me you couldn't make time to go go fucking watch uh, Ford v Ferrari or something? Uh, I in in all due respect, I have Joker ready queued up to watch. And I also have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood queued up to watch. Okay. All right, well, let me give you some advice. Skip Joker. All right. Uh, it's a waste of time. All right. Kind I can of. do that. You might like it. Nah, skip. Here's Joker. Joker. Uh, Joker you know kind of mo- sucks. Yeah, you know some movies like age like wine. Some movies are just... This movie uh, is is like milk. Right. All right. Literally. Yeah. Every day in my mind, the movie gets worse. <laughs> and it has now been uh, probably six months since I've seen the movie. And it is, I think, achieved worst movie I've ever seen status at this point. <laughs> it just keeps going lower. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's really dumb. Where's it, Avengers Endgame for best picture of the year? That's uh, my argument that I make seriously? every year. That's what I'm I make you. every year. Where's the where's the mainstream movies here? It's called the box office. <laughs> That's yeah, the award. So- the award is the money. We, we we get into this argument every year. It's like Disney, Avengers Endgame Dis- doesn't need yeah, Disney doesn't need more credit. No, Disney just takes all the money and they leave the awards to the schmucks like Scorsese <laughs> okay. and yes, Bombach and- Exactly. The Disney doesn't need any more congratulations. They have all the money in the world. No, no one needs to award Avengers Endgame. What is Parasite? It's a uh, South Korean film. Oh, good God. Uh, but it's it's actually no, no, no. quite good. I haven't is seen it? it, but I've seen this guy's filmography. You see uh, Snowpiercer, Rob? Oh, yes, I have. Same guy. I see. Yeah. Won't watch it. Okja, Snowpiercer. <laughs> uh, Snowpiercer. Par- Parasite is tremendous. It's very Par- Snowpiercer, terrible movie. <laughs> I'm seeing you're so wrong. You're incredibly wrong. I don't like it either. Being. You and oh, I both you don't guys. like it. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. Terrible. It's so good. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, Oak just better. Oak just Oak just a million times better. But I still haven't seen Oakja. How have you not seen Oakja? Yeah, I hear it's all right. I- I kind of want to see 1917, but I don't know if I do or not. 1917 currently is the best movie I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but I still haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Little Women, or uh Why another? The is, is this not like the 19th Little Women movie ever made? <laughs> yeah. It like, kind of how is. many fucking Little Women movies can they make? What's nice fucking is I've never seen a. any of them. So well, I haven't this, either. But if there's one version to watch, apparently this is the one. Yeah, God. I I normally hate these types of movies, and I saw it, and uh, I fucking adored it. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, and in all seriousness, skip Joker, watch Marriage Story. No, you won't like Marriage Story. I don't Why not? No, I don't he, care he, to he see won't like Marriage it. Story. He won't like it. It's not my kind of movie, but I loved it's it. It's too intellectual. I also Rob. don't want to watch it again. It's too intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I uh, had to guess your favorite on the list... It's probably Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, I kind of want to see that one too. Yeah, I think that's the that's the one that screams Rob to me. Yeah. Um, even though, like, I know you're not like really into cars, but I'm not into no. cars either. That, no. that movie's not really about cars, I don't think. No. Uh, it's just Matt Damon and Christian Bale doing Matt Damon and Christian Bale things. It, it, I was gonna say, if it was about cars, <laughs> they wouldn't have cast those two. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty damn good. Speaking of cars. 
You want to hear this? What happened to me? Yeah. Oh boy. So uh, I had car problems with my Honda. I, I've never had any problems with my Honda. Hondas are incredible cars. I recommend you get one. But this week, um, I tried starting the car and it just wouldn't start. Yep. And so I'm like, all right, what the what the fuck is going on here? Now, I give it a jump, doesn't work. I call AAA, they give it a jump, doesn't work. I get the thing towed to my mechanic. Mechanic tries starting it. And it does a little chug, 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 but doesn't catch, doesn't actually start. It just cranks a couple times. So the guy's really confused. He goes, well, <laughs> I have to get back to you. <laughs> fast forward. Always a good sign. Fast forward three days. They have no idea what the hell is going on. They call me. They go, uh, did someone try putting an automatic starter into the car? I go, dude, there's no way I would know even where to begin with that. Like, yeah. that's no. <laughs> Don't even. The answer is no. If I tried modifying it beyond, you know, getting a new air freshener, it's not the case. Uh, no one touched anything. He goes, then I really have no idea what the problem could be. I go, well, I did have a problem with the key last week. The key to the honda the shell of the key cracked and the actual metal part of the key separated from the plastic base so i had to order a new plastic key from amazon for eight bucks because i had this like duct tape around the key for months and it and it was you know giving me problems finally i just you know got the new base and i took the old key out and i replaced it and i put the remote in the in the new shell and uh Come to think of it, I did it the night before the car wouldn't start. Oh, no. <laughs> and actually, as a matter of fact, I never tested out the new key before I threw out the old one. Oh, no. He goes, you know, there wasn't just a remote control in that plastic shell. Oh, no, you dumb ass. I go, what are you talking <laughs> about? He goes, there's a key fob in every Honda key that is programmed for your specific car. I'd never heard of this before. This is an 04 Honda I drive. It's a little microchip, basically. Yes, I've never heard this. You're the first person I brought this up to that heard of this. Yeah. Oh, no, I've heard of this. I've never heard of this. If you so, I figure okay, it's just a piece of plastic. There, it, there's no, which is why I didn't even bring it up to the guy. It was such an afterthought. Yeah. I'm like, there's no reason why this plastic piece would be essential to start the key. Yeah, but yes, the key fob has to match the code in the yep. Honda in order for the car to start. And I looked yep. it up on YouTube. Sure enough, that's a real thing. Yep. So uh, I think yeah. it was every car after 2000 or 2001 has that. Every car? I think so, yeah. Like, a majority of them. Are like you serious? Special keys, yeah. So here's my question. How can this company, in good conscience, sell you a new shell, knowing that you'll have to get it reprogrammed anyway? Because <laughs> there's idiots like you. <laughs> I just want to know why it's on Amazon and why it has good reviews. It makes no sense to me. Because I think some people on I now don't quote me on this because I don't know, but I think with some of those old ones, if you know what you were doing, you could program the keys yourself. Well, that's not but what it's, happened. It's it, just all they gave us that came in the mail was a plastic shell. There was no chip implanted in there. Oh, I see. So they had to. So it was a decor. It was decorative. 
I, yeah, it's an ornament. You can hang it <laughs> yeah. on the Christmas tree, I guess. Yeah. A classic yeah. Honda shell that fits any key perfectly. It's right. just, yeah, totally, yes, aesthetic. Long story short, the guy goes, yeah, uh, you still got that old shell? Fuck no, I threw it out. Of course I oh, threw it out. God. Well, we're going to have to call Honda and it's get like them to It's like 400 bucks, it. isn't it? 325 it set me back. Yep. Yep. Oh. 325. Yeah. For a piece of plastic. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I will never buy a car again. Yep. I'm done. I, this is crazy to me. You're done buying cars. I'm done. I'm just going to hitchhike <laughs> from now on. <laughs> no, like, where do these guys get off? Like designing a key so you have to reorder it from them. It, but it's it really is a security oh, feature. Fuck off so it's that, a security feature. Because in the here here's what happened in the nineties. People would uh go to a parking like a Walmart, they would rip off a VIN number off of the front of the windshield because the VIN numbers are, are visible from the outside. They'd go to the local dealer. If it was a Ford car, they'd go to the Ford dealer. They'd be like, oh, I locked my keys in the car. Uh, here's the VIN number. And then they could look it up, look up the VIN number and make a key right there at the dealership. They'd buy that key for 20 bucks. They'd go back to the Walmart where the car was parked, get in, and steal the car. Who the fuck has time to do all that? <laughs> a car thief. A genius in the car thief. the 90s, too. A, a genius car thief. I thought the exact same thing. I know. Where do you find the time? But that's what was happening. I remember we were covering. No, they up deserve a- the car at that <laughs> yeah. point, right? We yeah, were, you've earned it. We were. This covering- is what bothers me. Why do we punish master criminals? I agree. <laughs> like I've seen recently. <laughs> catch me if you can. Catch me that if you guy, can. Here we go. I knew this is where that was going. <laughs> that guy deserved every bit of money he spent. What's the guy's <laughs> name? Frank Abagnale. Uh, yep. yep. Love that guy. Junior. Oh right, of course. <laughs> he deserves it man yeah I, I i'm with you on that yeah that's well you know rob i never thought about it that way yeah so i remember in the 90s we were covering up our vin numbers when we'd go park in the city <laughs> oh wow yeah i i remember that being a thing i didn't know it seemed like something that could have been solved very easily by just not having an exposed vin number right yeah you'd think so Instead of some complicated microchip technology. Yeah, no. Microchips are all the rage. I, I could not believe it. I, I didn't know that they had such capabilities in 2004. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Seriously, if I had called you ahead of time, then I would have known. Oh, yeah. But, I could have told you. Well, See, I do need to watch Ford versus Fiat. You do. Fiat, whatever the fuck it name is, because apparently I'm a car guy now. I think... I think <laughs> Listen, with so, that piece of intel, you are now the biggest car guy in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. You are the biggest gearhead I know. That's <laughs> you know, funny is my car doesn't even have a key anymore. No. Yeah, I get it's like that. All electronic. Right. I understand that. I, I just figured, you know, it's a key. Just, just I can get a new piece of plastic. <laughs> and then I'm talking to my dad and my dad goes, well, now that you mentioned it, I wasn't able to start the car without the base before. And now the thanks, oh, dad. Appreciate that. Thanks for passing on all the car wisdom to me, by the way. Dude, my family is just pathetic. You have no idea. <laughs> How? Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I know nothing. I really don't. C- cars are such a blind spot for me. 
you know oh, they're they're a blind spot for everybody because my car wouldn't start when we were doing our podcast last time it was a dead battery and i'm just i'm stranded i have no idea what to do you ever jump a car i have not no really no i haven't oh my i just learned yeah. Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> it's easy. I can see there's instructions on my car on how to do it and how to hook I it up. I love jumping. If I see somebody like whose car is not starting, I love going over to help. I feel like a fucking mad scientist. <laughs> oh I'm like sticking the wires in. And- <laughs> <laughs> you cross the streams just to get the little like Frankenstein. You ever, you ever, yeah, you just touch them together. I have the power. <laughs> I create life. <laughs> So how come it's it took you man. so long to watch Catch Me If You Can? Because uh, it's taken me so long to watch anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like it's taken you all your life not to start a car. Yeah. At age 37, yeah, I I, however old you are. I decided this year I'm watching movies. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a very yeah, good movie. It's a very good movie. I liked it a lot. Dude, imagine if you were 25 and you didn't know what a movie was. And then all of a sudden you got movies. Oh, my God. I mean, there what? was a time when that happened. Well, no, there's there still yeah, there was there's that there's that family that on TLC. They have a new show. They were raised super religious, and this kid just got married, and he'd never tasted coke before because he wasn't allowed. Whoa! Yeah, that disturbs me. Yeah, I there's have no a, idea what pop tasted like. There is a movie. It's like a documentary from a few years ago. About like a bunch of brothers who were raised like in a sheltered home and their only exposure to society was movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, oh, like, that was, um, what was that thing called? Wasn't it something with like Wolf? The Wolf Pack. The Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf pack. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Wolf Pack. Yeah. But they like mimicked like Reservoir Dogs. I remember like Reservoir Dogs, one of their favorite movies. Which makes me think, like, if you're a parent, why are you not letting your kids, like, go to the corner store, but you let them watch Reservoir Talks? <laughs> think about what kind of warped sense of reality you have, too. Yeah. Like, this is what the world is like outside. Yeah, so... Tarantino is, like, your reality. <laughs> so, here, here's a question for you. Would you... If you had the option, would you erase all memory you have of any movie and television show you've ever watched... And get the opportunity to discover it again. No. You wouldn't do it? I don't think I would. There's so much new shit coming out every day. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, I don't want to feel that pressure to have to catch up again. Exactly. <laughs> that's, you know what I mean? that's just it. Like, I would feel so overwhelmed. Like, oh, I got to watch all the Marvel movies. I have to watch all the Breaking Bad. No, but, to... but that's the thing, though. What if you got to watch Breaking Bad again, not knowing what happens? It doesn't matter. I experienced it once. It was great. And I want to have fond memories of, of, you know, me calling you on a Sunday night to talk about Breaking Bad. No, but you could still have there will be great television again. Yeah, I get it. But you would still have those fond (laughs) memories, though. I'm saying could you, you would just erase it. You've never watched Breaking Bad and you get to experience it for the first time again. No, because it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same because you... You seem like you, you really want us to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm What's not sure I would answer? say... No, I think I would say no as well. But <laughs> okay, so why are you... That's my point. <laughs> no, yeah, because I, I do tell, think like... I can smell your bullshit yeah. through the computer. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think like the opportunity to watch Back to the Future for the first time would be amazing. I just don't know if it would if it would hit the same... If it would hit the same notes 
as a 37 year old as it did as a 10 year old maybe that's true you know maybe that's true like when I, when I, a lot of a lot of shit sucks <laughs> it, does. <laughs> it does yeah you know what i mean like you think it's good when you're a kid or whatever then you get yeah. older and it's like wow this isn't that good would you go back to age 10 if you had the choice oh fuck no uh, i don't think so see i definitely maybe. would do that definitely maybe definitely. I, I i'm not gonna rule it out do i get to take all my knowledge that i have now yes oh well then hell yes yeah you definitely do it oh yeah you know it's like after losing a pickup basketball game in horrible fashion it's like let's just run this back yeah it, i just have an itch to do it again let's just start over yeah i would <laughs> love to because i remember as a 10 year old uh just and it's weird. Maybe it's me looking back on it. Uh, but I just remember, even at that time, I'm just like, there's just not a care in the world. I have, you know, yeah, I live out in the country, but, you know, I get to go, I get to go down to the creek with the dog. I get to play with the cats. I get to play in my sand pile. I played in a sand pile until I was like not 15 even a box. years old. It was just a pile out in the yard. <laughs> No, it was just out. The, our whole yard was sand, and the hill was sand. So we had a washout, and I I just played in this like w- massive washout, the size of my house uh, that I have now. And I would build bridges and and run water through. And I just remember just being so like just not a care in the world. Sick. And I don't know. I don't know if it's me looking back on it, knowing that's the case, or if I really thought that. But I, I remember thinking life just isn't better than this. Me, twelve years old. Well, life in a sand took pile. its time too. That was the thing. Yeah, life summer was, so, was long. so long. Yeah. Oh my God, those summer vacations were just an eternity. Yeah, they were. And even like as you got into college, I, I mean. Those summers were four months long. You get out like the right. beginning of May, and then you go back in yep. September. Yet yep. somehow those felt shorter than like the two month summer break between fourth and fifth grade. Yeah, you know, those things were the best. I wholeheartedly think that every year has been better than the one before it for me. Really? Yeah. Oh God. I. You are the happiest uh, man on the planet. Then. Yeah. Then. Yeah. You are. <laughs> No, I just like I was always just ready to move on to the next thing. I could see I could see that about you. Yeah. You know, when I was in school, I wanted to just be done. Got to college. I tried to graduate as fast as fucking possible. Move on. I don't know. I just. Yeah, I I, I could see that. And I think the having being at a point now where I have freedom, like financial freedom and uh, just, you know, I, I just make all the decisions of my own life. And I think that is immensely better than not that I had a bad childhood. Like I have a nice family. They were, they let me be very independent. You know, they weren't like controlling or anything, but just having full control over everything is very positive experience for me. I was very controlled as, as a kid and, and maybe more than I should have been. The problem was we lived so far out in the country and there was nobody else around and we didn't have the money for mom to run me into town to, to hang out with people. Right. So it, I was very isolated growing up and I still, I shouldn't say very isolated. I was more isolated than kids in town. You weren't homeschooled. Uh, no, I wasn't homeschooled. 
Uh, but we didn't have the money for me to go to town every day to the swimming pool and hang out with people. I, I had to do my own thing by myself because mom and dad were both working by that time. And, and yeah, I had to do my own thing by myself and I couldn't go anywhere. You know, I, at, at 13, I'm home alone for most of the afternoon. You didn't live on a cul-de-sac like Nick and I. No. You had that cul-de-sac no. life. No, the nearest person was two and a half miles away. Yeah. yeah cul- and as a third... As a 13-year-old, you just didn't go stroll out on your bike on the dirt road because, A, there's people driving 110 miles an hour, and, B, there is a threat of wild animals around here. No one, has, no one has ever been taken down by a, a mountain lion around here, but there are mountain lions around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you just, as a 13-year-old, you just didn't trek out on your own. Here's the weird thing, though. And it, maybe you agree with me, Rob. It sounds like you do. But I find that to be more freeing than the current situation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, like you say, like you always wanted freedom. But I, I considered that freedom. And yeah. I, and I find the whole like responsibility of being an adult, although you can make your own decisions, that also comes with the responsibility of making bad decisions. And, yeah. And then you had the freedom to make bad decisions. Now you don't really have that freedom. You don't no. have the freedom to ignore, like, the, the hardships of the world. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I mean, I had uh, dinosaur chicken nuggets for dinner the other night. <laughs> that was a choice I made as an adult. Yeah, I know, but money. that means you have to feel bad about it, though. No, I don't feel bad about it, though. Again, you but, have the healthiest perspective of any person on the planet. <laughs> There's a stand-up comedian who, uh, I don't remember who it was, but I remember him watching and being like, everybody always says, like, you know... Uh, being a kid oh you'll wish you'll you'll wish you could go back and he's like he's like fuck that i can go out i can uh go out and buy alcohol or i can go buy candy when you're a kid you ask your mom can i have candy no i can go to the fucking grocery store right now buy a bag of candy <laughs> come home but you don't want but you don't want it the way you wanted it as a kid though <laughs> sure yeah that's but the thing candy is more special I, then i feel like though i'm also i feel like i'm more obligated to my friends Oh, that like, too. Like, there's just some nights that I want to just do nothing, but I feel bad for my other friends who are also home doing nothing and want to do something. So then I feel like I have to uh, make an effort to make sure, you know, to keep... It's weird. I, I, I have that this... That is weird. I have this weird... <laughs> Says the guy wa- that left all his friends and moved to Cincinnati. <laughs> no obligation i i do i have this weird obligation to my friends i feel the exact same way i i I do maybe this is getting too personal but i i feel as an adult and i didn't feel this way as a kid that i am keeping meaningless friendships on life support i i I, i'm not uh, that's not the case I'm keeping the meaningful friendships uh, as active as possible, and I feel like sometimes that's exhausting. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, I feel like I do that with even the friendships that don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've that's always been the type of person. That's an adult thing to me. I don't know. I mean, I typically treat strangers with the exact same warmth and friendliness that I treat like friends that I've had for 10 years. Oh, boy. And I, feel bad I can not see my friend. That's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just how I am. And I cannot see 
my friend for like a year or two years and see him again and everything's back to normal like just like where we left off like that's just it's never been a problem for me I, yeah. I, and I, by the way I think that's true and I think I could probably do that with a number of my friends but I feel an anxiety that that wouldn't be the case yeah it sounds like a you problem it sounds like an insecurity <laughs> oh it's definitely I, an insecurity yeah. it sounds like you feel like you you have this sense where you want to feel like you're needed yes and that if you left they would like they wouldn't know what to do without you yes the reality is that's not the case correct no absolutely like you guys are fine without me it's fine i wasn't worried (laughs) yeah but it is kind of weird though when your best friend moves four states over I mean that that is a that is like oh, a weird that's thing. That's the other thing I don't get though. We live in an age where it's not a problem. I know, and I think like the whatever anxiety was there was alleviated. But like there was a, like a year and a half where we spent every fucking day together. And yeah, and oh, and the, that would crush me. <laughs> I would be. I I don't know if I could talk to you. Yeah, if you did that to me, yeah, well, seriously. Yeah, well, probably not. Yeah, uh, we that didn't run out of things me. to talk about, though. I would say, but no, but no and I, but I, I think, but we still talk every day. Yeah, we do. We do, we talk mostly every day now over text messages. <laughs> we definitely talk every day. Yeah. <laughs> I like, guess, man. I don't know what what this is coming down to is we're having a uh, a uh, what's it called? A Miko, moment. You need you need to move. <laughs> <laughs> you need it. You need to finally take your big oh, boy a steps. Oh, coming to age story for Nico. <laughs> yeah. You finally need to take your little big boy steps. Here we go. Here we go. And move somewhere. Here's this and lecture take a again. Risk. Here's this lecture again. Go take a fucking risk. <laughs> yeah. No, but I definitely have that. I definitely have that anxiety of like I must be needed. But it's also just like I don't know. I put a lot into fucking friendships, and it's not a good thing. Yeah. It's a, it's no, a, it's actually a, it's a really bad thing to like put so much emotional investment in it because like the whole point of a friendship is they're supposed to be there regardless of what you do. It's it's like the one relationship where you can fuck it up as much as you want and it's still going to be there. I think so many people spend so much time like trying to do stuff for other people and not enough doing stuff for themselves and it's more important your relationships with other people will be better if you take care of yourself. I just wrote about this in my journal last night. I'm not kidding you. you really? <laughs> We're getting very I'm, deep tonight. I didn't I, expect the conversation to go here. I have always wanted to start journaling, and you I just should. haven't. You should. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. There's this app. It's called Day One. Yeah, I know. I know it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually I, a subscriber. I, I pay like 25 bucks a year for oh it. Oh, my God. You pay for this? I do. Oh my god! I, when I saw it, it was like forty bucks to download the app. So no, must, you can download they, it for free, but if you want like the premium version with all like the, you can put photos in it and shit. You have to pay yeah. twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, you know, they have these things called books. <laughs> I don't like writing. I, writing is exhausting. Oh, it's the worst. I can type. You know, so Microsoft much Word. <laughs> no, yeah, but like it it needs to be it needs to be searchable. I want to know. No, I. It's what I started doing. I I started doing it. It would have been uh, let's see, fall of 2018, and I was doing it every day for a while, just because I wanted like a written record of my life to be able to like reference. Like like you said, I wanted like a searchable database of this happened on this day, and then I sort of quit for a while, and now I'm getting back into it. I don't do it every day anymore. 
I want, because when we went through our disaster last March, I want, I, I wanted to journal then because I wanted to remember, I like be able to post the pictures that I took on a certain day, type out what I was feeling on that day and be able to go back and see that. Yes. You know? Yes. And I didn't do it and I regret it. Yeah. Cause so many things just slip your mind. Yeah. You know, there are only a handful of stories that you tell all the time and then yeah. you know, there's so many of them that are just buried. Uh, I highly recommend it. I also think like if you're like a head case like me, which I am. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it's it's like a good way to sort of contextualize what you're thinking, because like yeah. a lot of times there are certain issues that you don't confront unless you're forced to write about them. Writing like sort of unlocks a part of your brain that makes you think about things in a specific way. And, you know, it's kind of like therapy. It's my version you of therapy, need I guess. to listen to the song. I believe it was the, the band AJR. Okay. Dear Winter. If you don't cry during that song, you and I are nothing alike. <laughs> I love all you guys are striving towards feelings. I'm striving towards being a robot. <laughs> That's like my goal is to be like a feelingless shell. You want to be in the cloud. I want but to be, I, a fi- I want to be I, efficient. I yeah. feel like I I am that though sometimes and I hate it. Yeah, you've had that anxiety before. I know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, especially oh, with yeah. women, you have a real hard time with that. Oh yeah. Terrible time. Yeah. You you feel like you should be more emotional with women. And I'm actually the complete opposite. I feel like I should be less no, emotional with women. I I don't. I don't feel like I need to be more emotional with women. I don't know what I I I have it's it's trust issues with women. Yeah. I mean, that's the root of that. Right. And maybe it's trust issues with friendships, too. I don't know. Oh, I bet there's an element of that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I it's, uh, I don't know. Nick, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm impressed by your resolve, I guess. <laughs> Rob and I are just fucking <laughs> nutcases. I don't know. I've always strived myself on, um, being, you know, accepting. The lack of meaning to the universe, <laughs> but being very <laughs> positive about it. <laughs> you know, I've always pr- prided myself on on saying nothing matters. My life is meaningless and nobody cares about me. But you know what? That is OK. Jesus, Socrates. Relax. <laughs> it's always been fine. I Well, I think the difference between Except, you and I, the acceptance of that has been the most like relieving thing like i remember the day i made that choice yeah you know what i mean and it was like because when i was a kid i had like pretty severe like depression um and i was in like therapy and i'm talking like the third grade i was like saying like suicidal things like very young damn and like one day i sort of just decided to like stop worrying about shit i couldn't control and I and like literally it was a decision. I don't think it's something that a full grown adult can do because you're so ingrained at this point. But as a third grader, I was able to literally flip a switch, make a decision and say, uh, I'm not going to get frustrated by things I can't control. And, you know, things don't have to like matter. Just accept it and just move on. Were you, you know? touched as a little kid? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm just an always forward, never backwards kind of guy. 
Yep, uh, I just accepted the worst thing that, that can happen Father to me, Robert. Rob. Uh, just enjoyed the <laughs> look of my anus. <laughs> the worst thing that can happen to me is if I stop. I'm like, uh, what's that movie where I'm driving the bus and if I stop, Speed. I explode. Speed. That's, that's my life. All right. The second I stop, everything goes to shit. <laughs> Rob, you were you ever see- depressed? Was I? Yeah. I'm not convinced that I'm not depressed right now. Oh. I'm really, oh. I'm not. I, I don't. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> well, my, my, my health issues have really gotten me down in the last four years. Okay. That's really bummed me out. And I don't know if, if I'm depressed because of that or if I'm not depressed and it's just, you know, the grind of everyday life. Yeah, I'm not sure I know what depression feels like because I don't think I've ever no. been depressed either. No, I, I don't. I, I read the people who have legitimately gone and talked to people who've legitimately gone through depression, and I don't think I'm that. But at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Were you touching my ha- boy too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't, okay. and I'm I'm really sad that I wasn't because was is there something wrong with me? Why wasn't I? Why wasn't I touched? The Louis bit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, well that got to a dark place, didn't it? It sure did. <laughs> Have you guys heard to change the subject completely? Have you heard about this star? Shut that- the fuck up. No, 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 no. With your astronomy talk at a time like this. (laughs) (laughs) This gives me a reason to live. (laughs) Oh, God. Rob, you know, I named a star after you. You did? (laughs) In the sky. It's Uh, Rob the star. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce this. I got to listen to this YouTube video. Okay. Boy, 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 boy. Expect that. Wait, you didn't didn't prepare that joke? I didn't, no. Because I was about to say that's the greatest joke you've ever delivered. 100% I didn't know how to pronounce this star that is close to going supernova. And I had to Google how to pronounce Bacoigal Goys. That's the actual pronunciation? Bacoigal Goys. Bacoigal Goys. Bacoigal Goys. Sounds like about a Jewish deli. What is that? Which scene was this from Uncut Oh my god. And they were. Hey, Mr. Bachman, pass me the Boigalois. Boigalois. I'm and I'm this message. That reminds me of the, There it is. <laughs> that that reminds me a lot of the Bhutanese passport. Have you ever heard that one? No. No. They had this um feature and I think it was on Wikipedia for a while where you could click to read the Wikipedia article. 
And the article for Bhutanese passport was... You can YouTube this. It's fucking hilarious the way they read it. What's it called? Uh, let me type it to you in Skype. Okay. <laughs> It'll probably be a little easier. What the hell's a Bhutanese? Uh, Bhutan. Oh. The country. Okay. And it's a Bhutanese passport. Oh, it disappeared. How do I see that? What did... Fucking click, ace. Click guy. on the open conversation button. Oh, there it is. But I'm impressed <laughs> that you pulled guys. that spelling out of your ass, by the way. Bhutanese guys. What me? Yeah. You don't know how to spell Bhutan? B h u t a n e s e. Yeah, that would have been like my 200th guess on that. I think. Really? Oh yeah. Bhutanese I'm a very good passport. A Bhutanese passport is a document which authorizes our facilities travel and other activities in Bhutan or by Bhutanese citizens. <laughs> in the- is the, are these Jawas reading no this? <laughs> Putini! <laughs> it's Babu ah, Frick. That's <laughs> Babu Frick oh reading my this. God. It sounds wildly offensive, but I think it was like supposed to be a legit thing. The kingdom of Bhutan, which constitutes a part of modern day Bhutan. <laughs> It is very, very. I don't think anything's gonna top this though. I have to download that and save that forever. You know, it's a real special a- moment when you hear a clip that you know you're gonna play a hundred times on Two Cents Radio, and that's one of them. <laughs> It's always great when a new clip is born. You don't get it all that often. That is a It new... sounds like he's saying it wrong like four times in a row. It no, sounds like it's... he's trying to correct himself. <laughs> because he doesn't say it the same way any one time. That is an incredible bit, though. I can't believe you didn't plan that shit. That's I did so it. so funny. 100%. Oh, God. Shut up, Cortana. No. Cortana, spell boy toy <laughs> Anyway, it is this star in the Orion constellation that might be dying, and if it goes supernova, it's going to be brighter than the moon and about that same size for two weeks. Sick. Yeah. Are we going to die? It's no, it's like 600 light years away. And they have no idea if it's like going to happen next year or in the next 100,000 years. But there's a chance that in our lifetime it will go supernova and we're going to see we're going to see this. Okay, and so I, I just tried to find this fucking star so I could see how it was spelt. <laughs> yeah. That is the last way I would have <laughs> but toidle guy, but toidle, but toidle guys. It's spelled B E T E L G E U S E. Boy toigleois, boy toigleois, boy toigle, goidle, doil, goilois. What are those last five words he says? 
He's definitely saying it wrong and starting over. Oh my <laughs> but <toy> god. Doigle Goidle Moyle. Also, when I search the name of the star, look at the top three news articles that come up. Uh, the first headline. It's probably nothing. Gravitational <laughs> wave burst detected near Boitoigolois. That's from Earth. I wish every headline was that honest. I wish like it was. Well, it's probably then, nothing. But uh, Ukraine's aircraft just got shot down over Iran. Well, and you ready for this next one? Here's the next one. Bright star Boitoigolois might be harboring a deep, dark secret. I've seen things you wouldn't believe. Oh, I was governor. I think I think I stumbled upon this guy's YouTube channel who pronounces words wrong ironically. Oh, I don't like that. Hey, oh, oh man! I would just yell about the shit and I saw me a Sasquatch today. No man, it was at their. This has been ruined for me. Yep, you fucking yep. ruined the joke. Oh no. Damn. That's a shame. Oh, I Here's thought Batoigaloy was Citridel. This is how to pronounce strudel. Citridel. <laughs> Behold, the ancient Citridel. Oh, that's too bad. I'm out. Wow, Batoigaloy might have been his his <laughs> best <laughs> one. His magnus opus. Batoigaloy. Batoigaloy. <laughs> it sounded so legit. It sounded. It, did. it did. It sounded like a real computer attempting to. Oh god! something. I am excited about this star, though. Oh I really yeah! Hope. I hope it blows up. Life. How about this article from Universe Today? <laughs> For forget Boitoigalois, the star V Sagittae should go nova within this century. <laughs> oh good! <laughs> forget that other one. Forget Within the next hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> God. I so are you telling just, me it's not actually pronounced Botoigalois? There's no way. <laughs> it's probably pronounced, you, based on the spelling, it's probably Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> Don't say its name three times. <laughs> uh, the New York Times. Waiting for Botoigalois to explode. That's the yeah. article. The, the paper of record. <laughs> the paper of record. <laughs> <laughs> edited by Michael Strahan. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about Megxit too. The 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 oh the god the um, shakeup of the royal family. Dude, fuck that, dude. They need can, a good shakeup. Can you believe this woman came in and and <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't stop right there. No. Don't don't start no. with your fucking Tuesday night book club no. just us gals bullshit here. No. Don't this don't woman, start with that. This woman came in here and convinced a prince to leave behind his titles. You know, his royal I, saw me, I saw memes trying to compare her to Yoko Ono. This is not even close to that level. I think it's pretty close. Uh, knock it off, man. Go to your knitting club and you can complain with your other seventy year old women about Meghan Markle. Can, can we I'm sick of this? Can we, as um, not just as Americans, but as as human beings of the world, stop giving a shit yes, about the royal family? Enough at all. This chick was on Deal or No Deal ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago she was saying hi, Howie. That was her job description. Yep. I I, I don't care about them. I, and I, but, I I don't understand what it means to renounce your 
title to the royal family. Like, you're in the family. Well, we should know extensively what that means, Nico. We've spent a lot of time watching uh, A Christmas Prince. <laughs> okay. So, abdication is a very uh, serious topic. I yeah. Yes, good point. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, I just think it's uh, incredible that she comes along and is like, yep, we're leaving the royal family. Are we sure it's her? Oh, it's 100% her. It, there's literally nobody sure it's her. Rob is pulling that out of his ass. <laughs> 100% sure. The what facts if he say we're not sure. <laughs> the facts say it's always the woman's fault, right? Exactly. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> if we're going to talk about our conspiracy... <laughs> the facts of life. If we're going to call out the Rob for his conspiracy life. theories about our world leaders, I want to call out Nico for his. <laughs> really quick. What? Yeah, let's talk about Nico's conspiracy. What did I say? You know, uh, the one thing that you do every year that you're the most full of shit is when you accuse President Barack Obama of not watching the movies that he says he watched. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying? You're no, so it's full 100% of shit. I'm on Nico's side It's here. so true. How? Like, get the 100%. fuck out of here. It's not that hard for him to sit and watch a fucking movie. Are you kidding me? He was not even president this past year. He had the year off. <laughs> You tell me he's, he's going to watch four a movie. years off. Thank you very much. Nick, right. Nick, do me a favor. Tell me what country the film Ash is the purest white is from. I don't know, but I, I don't need to America. Know. That it's, sounds like America. It's not. It's, it's <laughs> not. Okay. He, okay. Here's the fucking point, man. If he was a film critic and he did this for a living, then I, I would understand if you stumbled upon a screener for Diane. A movie that no one has heard of. Yeah, but you're forgetting that he was the president of the United States and he's produced films this year. You're telling me he's not he rubbing one elbows. Film. He produced one okay. film this year. But you're, you're telling me he's not rubbing elbows with somebody who's going to tell him, hey, you should check out this movie. Like, If you're getting to these movies, that means you've also watched all the shit. That, that's here, my point. No, no. Here's, here's where I disagree with you, okay? If you think that he has the time... To hire someone to put together a list for him, yes. he could easily just ask them to give a list of movies for him to watch. <laughs> and it so would you're be saying the these are the only effort. movies that he has watched? Well, I'm sure he's not going to waste too much time watching the shit. Implica- he's not doing why is this a thing? The implication here <laughs> is that Barack Obama is an avid movie buff. And these are the movies that he happened to stumble upon. And those are his favorites of the year, which is just not true. That's I, not that's I, I not you, true. I would not be shocked if he watches a movie a week. Uh, okay, fine. Even if you're watching a movie a week, you're not getting to these movies. Why not? That's my Those point. Those are all like the Oscar nominees. I counted. And- you know how many movies I watched last year? 176. I counted. Jesus. I write down every movie I watch. I watched 176 okay. movies last year. Is that I- in your journal? Oh! As a matter of fact, it is. Uh, I didn't watch Atlantic's. I didn't get around to Diane yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely, I guarantee you I'm watching more movies than Barack Obama. I guarantee fucking you I am. And I haven't gotten around to The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Okay, 40 of those movies that you watched. Is that okay. a movie or is that Barack Obama? No, that's a movie. Okay. 40, of, 40 of those 170 movies you watched were for Why Is This a Thing? Yes, that's true. So they were, Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, he didn't do it. Um, he did not watch these movies. He hasn't seen them. I don't think them. it's so hard to believe that he could watch some movies. I would like one member of the press, by the way. The fake news destroy Trump media, as Sean Hannity <laughs> often says. I would like... I would, <laughs> Why? Why? I would like... Why I would are you like, doing this? I would like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Why are you doing this? I'm telling you, this is the only gripe I have with Barack Obama in 2019. The only gripe. I have nothing bad to say about Barack Obama except for this. I want one member of the media to go up to him and say, hey, Barry, give me your 200 word <laughs> review of Diane. <laughs> Tell me why you loved Ash's Purest White so much. I haven't heard him talk about these movies. I didn't get so much as a tweet. Yeah, he was the president of the... Why is he going to tweet about Diane? Why is he making this list? He hasn't seen these movies. I guarantee you he hasn't I seen these movies. I think he's seen the movies. I think he has plenty of people to tell him what are the best movies to watch. By the way, how about the fact that he put Fleabag on the list? The miniseries I also think Fleabag. that his tastes are probably a lot different than yours. There's a scene from Fleabag where the main character, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, is masturbating to a speech by Barack Obama. There's a scene in that show. That's Let evidence he something. hasn't seen if it. If I was Barack Obama and I heard that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would watch Fleabag. Absolutely. I what are you talking see a, about? Of course I want to see a woman that. masturbating to one of my speeches. All right. Maybe of not course. any of our listeners, but <laughs> of course you're gonna, of course you're gonna watch that movie. <laughs> it didn't happen. I guarantee you. If if he was watching it with this intensity, we would hear about his movie buffness more than just one day of the year. That's my point. And if he wa- if he watched that movie, that also means he watched Godzilla: King of the Monsters. You know what I'm no, saying? See, I think that <laughs> that list. Are the only movies he's seen with no, maybe that's a few not, more. That's not what it is. No. I, I, uh, no. No. Yeah. No. He's Barack Obama. He was yeah, president. Exactly. <laughs> and all, but, uh, with all the books he's reading too? See how many books he read? Dude, he's retired. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, how about his favorite music of the year list? Let's go through these. He's young and retired. What else are you going to do Cole, but watch movies? Solange. Who is Angelique Kidjo? I've heard that name. Angelica Garcia. Rosalia. Joe Henry. I, 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 stop. You're not fooling anyone, Obama. You're I do this rant me. every year. I do this rant every year. There's no way. There's no fucking <laughs> I think, way. I think you're full of crap. I love it. <sighs> and I'm with Nico. There's no way. He's watched <laughs> these movies. <laughs> He's watching Avengers Endgame. He's watching Star Wars. He's trying. The thing is, he's trying to uh, look like he's the intellectual that everybody has put him on the pedestal to be. That's the thing. I don't think it's that hard to ask a guy to give you a top 10 list of movies you should watch and then watch them. I don't doubt that he has a top 10. I'm just doubting that these are the movies on the top 10. Right. I don't doubt that he watches a lot of movies. I'm sure he gets plenty of screeners and he watches a lot of them. You think it, you, so you think the list is a complete fabrication? Yes. You don't think he's watched those movies and no. you don't think he enjoyed those no. movies? No, no, because he's trying to be the 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 woke guy. He he's, he's he, he definitely. Is, I just feel like with the with the pace that that guy was moving at. When he was president, you're telling me he can't find time to watch these oh, yeah. fucking movies. I just you're find right. it absurd. You're right. He was fucking the middle class pretty hard during his presidency. <laughs> oh, <stop it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You are That's, right. I, I'll give you that. That is I'll not what I that. said. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> no, I, I... Also, this list is suspiciously close to a bunch of other top 10 lists I've seen on the internet. That's the other thing too. These yeah, are where these you think are, he, what? 
I think he gets his info on what movies to watch. I ask you what fucking movies I should watch. I mean, and I, I mean? don't tell you Ash is purest white. I don't tell you sure, that. But yeah, but I haven't gotten not, around to it. You're definitely not in the same circles as him. I I'm in all the circles. I saw Little Women by <laughs> You're myself. Not in Barack Obama's circle. Did you go to the theater to see Little Women? I went to the I, theater. I swear to Christ. I went at four in the afternoon. Oh, my God. There were God. only senior citizens. Two oh old ladies God. were sitting next to me. And I'm sitting there by myself. And I kid you not, as the movie started, the old lady sitting next to me turned her head to look at me as if, like, I was going to realize I'm in the wrong theater. <laughs> like, she definitely thought that. And she was just ready for the moment that I realized... Oh, wait a minute. This isn't Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but no, I paid money to go see Little Women by myself. Oh, my God. So, again, what, I what? watch it with the veracity. Uh, definitely, I'm watching it more voraciously than Barack Obama is. Put it that way. Like, I would feel so embarrassed to walk up to the ticket counter and go, one for Little Women, please. See, I've, I've <laughs> lost that. Uh, that is completely... I used to have that. I don't have that anymore. Really? I buy my tickets online, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've seen I've seen so many movies by myself now. Once I you might be able you might be able to buy tickets online, but we can go to the movies for four bucks here. So fuck you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just some guy's backyard with the projector. In yeah, it. I was yeah. gonna say if you're lucky enough to get the movie out there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it makes it by carrier pigeon. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right i'm sick of you fucking people what are we at the hour right. half mark yeah we are Damn. this is our closing music for today you take the good you take the bad you take them both and there you have the facts of life the facts of life there's a time you gotta go and how can people get a hold of you just go to the website tmt.media yeah everything's up there send really me a carrier up. pigeon <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be stuck in 80s TV, TV theme songs uh, YouTube tonight, I'm afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> they really were that. good theme songs back then. They yeah. were the best. Well, they actually had theme songs. Right. A- Alan Thicke wrote most of them. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he ended up writing, like, step by step, I think I heard. He wrote Growing Pains. Who wrote Moving On Up? You know, I don't know who wrote Moving On Up. That's my favorite theme of all time. Really? Yeah. I gotta hear I, it. I love that you could make a career just writing, like, end credits songs for <laughs> 80s sitcoms. It's the like, Jeffers- uh, it's like, um, well, Two and a Half Men Charlie. He just is a, is a jingle writer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's brilliant. Listen to this theme. That's like actual soul gospel music. That's not even like a sitcom song. No, it really isn't. The Jefferson. But I mean, come on. Like, you look at a song, the theme song for the show for Urkel, and this is what it was. Song that introduces Urkel. <laughs> they just don't make them with the new No. The grand designs. 
Some people say it's even harder to find. Yeah, this is Urkel theme song. We need to do a bracket on 80s theme songs, I think. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. Let's do that for March Madness. Oh, that's a great idea. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> How Does the Joe Cocker get by with a little help for my friends count? For uh, what was that? What what show was what's, that? Uh, not that? Facts of Life. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Facts of Life. Oh, what, what did they use the Joe Cocker theme for? Uh, I forget now. It was one of those high school shows. Wonder Years. Yeah, the Wonder Years. There you go. That was a good one. Full House. Good one. That's a good one. Classic. I don't think that's the Wonder Years theme song. It's not the Wonder Years? Well, I can't find it. I'm trying to find the right clip here. Well, the thing is now, like, they don't, like, have theme songs anymore. Or if they no. do, you can just skip them with the Netflix button. What would you do if I sang This is garbage. Fuck you. Would you stand <laughs> up and walk out on? We are so doing the theme Lay bracket. We have to. Could we, could we fill maybe 32 slots, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't just limit it to the. We can do 80s and 90s. So, like, Game we, of Thrones don't count. No. 80s and 90s only. Okay. You know what? All right. We could throw in some from, from the 80s on up. I mean, if we go all time, now we're really expanding things. True. Does it have to be like a jingle, like a sitcom theme? I mean, I don't know. We'll just have to hash this out. We're going to have to come up Dude, with 32. Dude, I mean, like, Chappelle Show is going to win. Oh, Chappelle <laughs> Show's a great theme, too, though. <laughs> I mean, th- exactly. Like, what What do you count as, I mean, The Simpsons, I guess? Yeah, but that's not a song. Right. Does it are have to have do, lyrics, I guess, is the Are question. we going to do theme songs, or are we going to do jingles? I think you're right. I think, I think jingles I think is the way 80s, to go. 90s. I think you got to do 80s, 90s sitcom theme songs. Yeah, a theme song, right? Right, so Cosby Show don't count then? There's no lyrics in Cosby Show. Fuck the Cosby Show. <laughs> he gets no recognition on this program. <laughs> what, we're just <clears throat> banning the Cosby? The Huxtable yes. family is banned now because yes. Bill Cosby rapes some people? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a good reason. Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great show. Um, yeah, all right. Well, we'll we also ban Michael Jackson because he liked to look at little boys' anals. <laughs> yeah, liked it. Long gander at the anus, as Dave Chappelle said. <laughs> Bend over and spread them. How about home uh, improvement? Does that count? Oh, what was the home improvement? Oh my god! Oh. Pretty good back. Uh, a lyric? <laughs> like Scooby fucking do in the background. That's, <laughs> that's definitely a, a lyric. Is a, gr- a grunt a lyric? That's the that's a lyric. That's a lyric. Uh, 
All right, please, someone remind us about this because I know we're going to forget. Oh, we always have these I'm, great ideas and we forget. I'm putting it in my two cents notes right now. Okay. So when 80s, March Madness comes around, we are doing the television theme, theme bracket. When is March bracket. Madness? In, Besides uh, March. In, April, in May. Right? It's in May. Okay. <laughs> when is. Okay. <laughs> it, it's when usually like May. the second or third week of March. Around I now. think for our next show, which will inevitably be in a couple weeks, we set up the bracket. We okay. do the bracket on the show, and we don't do any... I mean, we me- go ahead and do the matchups, and then... We've got to seed it, though, too, don't we? We do, don't we? Yeah, this seems like too much. <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is an hour's worth of show. <laughs> okay. I'm excited for this. Let's I'm do it really... off air. Let's do it off air. Oh, come on. No, because okay. there's going to be You're too right. much machinations. You're right. You're right. Because we we've got to figure out the 16 seed and the one seed. Yeah, I, yeah, no. Yep. Yep. You're right. We do that off air. We make the bracket and then we do the bracket on the show. Maybe here's what we do we get together off air, the three of us, and we have like a list and we draft it. And the order that we draft it will determine the seeding. We, I mean, we could do like online polls and let other people know. No, fuck vote. that. We don't let the people decide. <laughs> there's no. No, we don't. We don't want to involve the listeners. There, there's no democracy here. This is no. this is an autocratic system of government. I I think yeah, we do this. We want it to be kind of. I I like the fact that it would be kind of a surprise for the listeners, too. Like what you know, who's yeah. going to be what, matched up with who? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I need to do some research into that. But yep, I'm, I'm down. so do I. Okay, I got plenty of time at work these days. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> oh my look up theme songs all right well how can oh we did all that didn't we ending number two and action <laughs> ending number two yeah <laughs> edit this together make it sound good nico no <laughs> uh twitter.com slash rob rff for me uh, i think funny nico tweets yeah i'm gonna change it eventually right. you better and, yeah. and what are you nick at Tacky Slacks. Tacky Slacks, that's right. Like fancy pants, but a little different. Fancy. Well, guys, this was fun. Always. I love that we have an idea. I'm so pumped now for the next show. <laughs> Already. I'm excited. It's very rare that I'm excited for the next show already. <laughs> it's very excited. It's very rare that I get excited for this podcast. Yeah, very rare. <laughs> this endeavor that I've done 235 times. We have we have a bit now. I'm excited. I do love a good bit. <laughs> After 235 episodes, we have a bit. We, we found, found a bit, a guys. <laughs> Dude, oh. why don't we do a month of brackets? Let's do brackets. Brackets? I love brackets. Let's just do it. I love a good you want, What You want to do different brackets the whole month? Why not? We could do it. Let's see how Shit. the theme song goes. Yeah, okay. Goes. <laughs> because by the time we're done with those fucking 32 matchups, we might hate each other and brackets. Good point. We're never going to agree on this. You know what? <laughs> we got something to... Yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll catch you back here soon. <laughs>